Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Not Your Average Tea Time podcast. I'm your host, Tabaria, and I figure I'd give you an emergency podcast to talk about the elephants that are in the room with the New York Jets right now. And that's the fact that for some reason, they cannot keep their players healthy. No matter what happens, there's always some major injury that happens. And I say that knowing full well that they really invested in changing the offseason program, changing how the players work out, changing how the players practice, just to get everybody on the field when September 11th comes for the season. However, that being the case, they put Mekhi Becton out there and they decide he's going to be their right tackle. He was their left tackle to start the year last year, and he ended up blowing up his knee because somebody rolled up on him. Not his fault, not the Jets' fault. It was a freak accident. And when you're 6'7", 400 pounds, it takes a little longer for your body to get back to normal, right? So this year, they put him on the right side because last year, George Fant outplayed him. Just George Fant was phenomenal on the left side. So their plan was to have George Fant, who's playing his best ball ever, play on the left. Mekhi Becton played right tackle because Mekhi Becton played it in college. So they said, hey, you can go ahead and do this again. Training camp. He goes out there, he's hobbling a little bit, has this big bulky brace on his knee. You can tell he just didn't look comfortable. He did not look like he was going to be having a good time that day. And sure enough, what happens, he gets bull rushed or something, goes down. Robert Sala, after the training camp practice, comes on the mic and he says, hey, everything's okay. Everything's fine. His knee seems stable. Well, I guess the swelling goes down. They get a second opinion and he has another fracture in the kneecap. So he has to have full knee constructive surgery. Mekhi Becton is done for the year. As a result, the Jets told George Fant, hey, we know we gave your left tackle job, but we got to get somebody to be on this right side here. And, you know, you can do it. You're athletic enough. You're good enough. You can go on that right side. You can hold things down. And what we're going to do is we're going to bring in Dwayne Brown, who's on the street and 37 years old, and put him at left tackle because left tackle is the only position he's ever played. That's the Jets' plan now, and they got to hope and pray that nobody else gets injured. Otherwise, Zach Wilson or whoever's back there playing quarterback is screwed. Speaking of Zach Wilson, you know, that first preseason game, we talked about it on the podcast last episode, but he's running around out there, tries to make a cut, gets sniped. He has had a meniscus tear and a bone bruise, which is the best-case scenario for the Jets. On that timeline, he's only expected to miss two to four weeks. How that translates to the field, though, is that he's going to miss the rest of the preseason games, the rest of the training camp practices, and there's no way I don't think Zach Wilson comes back in time and is able to play week one against the Ravens. So it's going to be the Joe Flacco show. Joe Flacco gets his revenge game, quote-unquote, against the Ravens, and from all accounts, training camp, Joe Flacco has looked like he can be a starter in the league. So this is giving Jets fans some hope that maybe, just maybe, week one comes around, we still have a chance to beat the Baltimore Ravens. Because we got to be honest here. Somebody asked me this. They said, you know, do you really believe that Zach Wilson is the dude and Robert Sala is that coach? And I said, I believe they can be. Unfortunately, they haven't shown it on the field yet. Last year, not really his fault. Robert Sala didn't have talent. And Zach Wilson was a rookie. Joe Flacco, though, gives the Jets offensive player. And, and this is why I waited 
in order to make a reaction podcast. Because I got to tell you, I was going through it when Zach Wilson first went down. And I had a realization that Joe Flacco was going to be the quarterback week one and for the rest of this training camp. I was going through it, but I decided to take a break, slow down, let the surgery happen, let more information come out, and then reassess the situation and give you my thoughts. So here they are. It's terrible Zach Wilson went down because he was lighting it up according to our reports. I mean, he wasn't Aaron Rodgers in it, but he took major progress from where he was last year in training camp. So he's going to lose a lot of valuable practice time. He's going to lose those valuable reps in the preseason, and he needs the reps. So that part is a downer, and we're not going to see him week one against the Baltimore Ravens. That part is all, that's all bad. The good of it, though, is that under veteran leadership, Joe Flacco, we have a quarterback who can get the ball out where it needs to go, make the right decisions, and run this offense efficiently. Now, while that doesn't help Zach Wilson at all, it does help Garrett Wilson. It does help the offensive line, Jail, knowing that Flacco's going to get the ball out when he needs to. It does help Brees Hall and Michael Carter, who figured to be factors in the pass game. It does help Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, C.J. Uzama, Tyler Conklin. It helps the offense get better. These guys are getting reps from somebody who's going to put the ball where it needs to go, make the right decisions, so the rest of the offense can continue to grow and flourish while Zach Wilson is sideline. Now, you hope that when he comes back, there'll be maybe a little rust. We, you know, we can't expect him to be perfect and throw for 400 yards when he comes back. There'll be a little rust for a week or two, but then after that, he picks it up and he's able to take that offense where Zach or Zach where Joe Flacco had it to the next level. So I hate to say there's a silver lining here, but it's just me trying to be positive about the situation and see that there's some good that can possibly come from having a veteran quarterback. You know, I, I came on this podcast talking about the Jets have some elephants in the room they need to address, some demons in the closet, skeletons in the closet, but I actually don't think they do. I'm talking to myself through this. The Mekhi Becton injury, freak accident. Zach Wilson last year, Matthew Judon rolled up on him, and he hit him late, way late. That was a dirty play. And then this year, you know, Zach Wilson, it's not on the Jets that Zach Wilson didn't go out of bounds or slide. It's on Zach Wilson that Zach Wilson tried to juke a defender in a preseason game. I love the moxie. I love the fire. I love the way you play, Zach. But next time, you just got to slide. Coming up for the Jets, Monday night, Atlanta Falcons. Joe Flacco, we get to see him versus the Dirty Birds, the AT Aliens. AT Aliens. You know, we got Kyle Pitts, uh, Drake London's not playing, Marcus Mariota. And we, this game, Salah said we will see Carl Lawson. We will see C.J. Mosley. So with those two players on the field and the rest of defensive starters who sat out, DJ Reed will probably play. He didn't play last game. Hopefully, we don't let Marcus Mariota drive down the field and score a touchdown on us on the opening drive. That's not going to happen. I place a wager it don't happen. And we get to see Carl Lawson in a Jets uniform on the field for the first time because, remember, he missed all of last year before a preseason game. He didn't play the first one or something crazy like that. So, fingers crossed, we're going to get some good Jets football coming up here. But thank you all for listening to this emergency episode of Not Your Average Tea Time Podcast. I'll talk to you later. Tea time. Tea time. Tea time.